You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Hello all, you have myself Mace, myself French, and myself Andrew, this is Fully Booked and this is the Fully Booked book review for The Ethical Slut. I rock and roll, I thought you were going to introduce me but no, it's fine, <laughs> introduce uh, you. Um, Noly set man up and say he's going to, that's fine, no worries, um, <laughs> no need to set me up. Okay, if this subject floats your boat, then I think this is the book for you. I think it provides good nuances at times and throughout the book. But for someone like myself, who's a tad more conservative or not as open, I'm going to give it a three out of five. Not because, it, not because it was a bad book, but because of the nature of the book. I found it repetitive at times, but as an author myself and someone who's read a few books, <laughs> <laughs> as an author myself and someone who's read a few books, I'm aware that... <laughs> there you go. There you are. As an author myself and someone who's read a few books, I'm aware that repeating things and sorry, I'm, I'm aware, sorry, that repeating things. Oh, sorry, lost myself there. I'm aware repeating Just things repeating and yourself. themes are important at times. <laughs> Did on purpose, <laughs> joking. Now, repeating things and themes are important at times. Mm. Um, I think with a range of information um, in reference to the many types of relationships, the book provides. So the book provides a lot of intrigue and. Where the book stands up in comparison to previous books we've read with similar subjects, I think the author's opinion is rarely seen or isn't overbearing. I will say the author more so provides questions rather than answers and opinions. Considering where we are today with the fluidity in relationships and sexuality, I think it's a good book to read or to take notes from and understand the subject, or sex, or even more so yourself. My review. Wow. Cool. Thank you. Would you read this kind of book again? Um, no, I wouldn't. And that's not um, a slight towards the, the author or the book itself. I just don't think it's a book I would read again. And even in discussion towards the back end of the of the season, mm. um, I forget what the question was. We're talking about whether would be interested maybe in sex parties in this and the third. And I think I said, that's not something that really interests me. I think the subject of sex, I think intrigues me. But it doesn't interest me enough to want to open a book and and read about it and stuff like that. Whereas I think this book is quite in depth in some respect as to maybe the um, kind of like the nuances as to how would you feel if this happened? Or mm. I don't. It might have been your questions, but how would you feel if this happened and then that happened and so on and so forth? Mm. Am I making sense? Yeah, definitely. And also, I'm not an ethical slut. Well, <laughs> I don't even know if I believe in the term. I don't know if I believe in the term. Mm. Might be one of those made up terms. Oh, or it might yeah, be just a cool title. They've coined it. They've coined the mm. title. It might yeah. be just a really, really cool title. But yeah, she's coined it. I think it's a really cool it's name to coin. Two of them. But I don't think I believe it's in two. it. Two. Okay. They. <laughs> they. They. That's them. 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 Thank you. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, any more follow up questions, Mace? Not for you, P. Okay. All right. For my book review of The Ethical Slut goes like this. Mm -hmm. The title is an oxymoron 
which purposely puts the reader or listener on the back foot. Whenever I told someone I was reading this book, it was met with shock or intrigue, quickly followed by an explanation for it. The title does its job. The authors want to break social shackles that inhabit, inhibit people in our culture from being more open about sex and the relationships they germinate. They seem to have cover. They seem to have covered the entire scope of the subject, leaving no stone unturned. Those that have no idea of the sexual freedom they are promoting will be in for an eye-opening read, as well as nuanced information for those already in the scene. A limitation that could be singled out would be it's written purely from a female perspective. However, being we're always going to have varied perspectives, the information is useful for all genders. Both genders, shall I say, self-correction. If you're curious about the poly life or just intrigued to find out what's going on with the outside confinement of monogamous relationships, this book could be worth a jump off point. It's written from a point of view of two two women that have experienced, I guess, monogamous lifestyle and polyagamous lifestyle and anything in between. And they're very much started off in the lesbian and gay scene from which they branched out and met all their other friends and groups of circles that they consider friends and family. Um, in general, I think it's it it's a very in-depth book in terms of every type of part of sexual relationships or even, I guess, the outside of a monogamous relationship is covered whether it's sex parties to different types of safe sex or the different types of relationships and just i guess the history of some of the information that they've provided they do they do give a background so you have a bit more of a nuance un- nuanced understanding of where some of these um ideas have actually spurned from as P mentioned, I think it is also repetitive at times. I do feel a lot of stuff is either overly embellished or just, not to say it could be left out, but I do think it was, I don't want to say boring, but repeat, it, I felt like it was repeating itself and it, some some of the some of the stuff could have been etched out quite easily but in general I thought it was a good read I liked the way it was written I think it was really written really well if I if I yeah if I had to say a out of five I'll probably say three 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 point five out of five I personally wouldn't I would consider reading another book similar to it in, in terms of topic like I would I would definitely read another book in, ter- in similar subject matter, but maybe not, hopefully, with the book not being so repetitive in regards to all the subject matter. But overall, three, 3.5 out of 5. Yeah, it was it was a long season. It was a long... Mm. It's not necessarily a long book per se, but it, it definitely felt like it was a long book. So... I'll say that, bear that in mind if you do intend to also read it as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's probably my my overall book review on that. Cool. I'll, I'll go next. 
high. I've got jokes. I've got jokes. Right. Sort my microphone out in the sweet chair. Right. <clears throat> the Ethical Slut. What a title. Definitely an eye catcher. And at the same time, not a book cover you'd want a member of the public to glimpse up and see you reading on the central line at 5.30 p.m. So we start off. What is a slut? <clears throat> I, look, I actually looked up this definition. What is a slut? Mm. So a woman who has many sexual partners was one one definition I found. A person, especially a woman, who is sexually promiscuous is another definition. Another definition I found was a slovenly, untidy woman or girl. Another definition, ancient days, a kitchen maid. And another definition I found was sexually liberated woman. So with those being said, the book describes itself as being able to open you up to the adventure and freedom that comes with that comes from redefining the way you relate to friends and lovers. So that's that's that's, that's kind of the, the task or target of the book. Throughout the book, you're told that being an ethical slut is closely linked to being ethical in the way one behaves sexually. Coercive behaviour is shunned upon, and any form of bullying or forcefulness does not fall in line with what, what is meant by an ethical slut instead acting with gleeful willingness and all parties being open and accepting of whatever sexual behavior one or group wants to exhibit is seen as conducive ethical sluttism if there is such a word or a term the book also tried to realign the stigma that the word slut should automatically associate with sex and legs being wide open for many as you delve deeper into the book Hardy and Easton talk about sluthood living in the brain and not between the legs, as in it's a way of thinking and way of life. The term celibate slut is also coined by them, which, is, which further compounds this thinking. The book did touch on subjects and topics of interest, which pricked my ears or eyes in this case. I remember a section talking about what it meant, means to be black and poly, polygamous, 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 polygamous. This section, whilst only a few paragraphs and disproportionately tiny in comparison to the rest of the book, talked about the fact that we as black people have had to focus so heavily on so many other obstacles life has thrown at us. We haven't had time to focus on love, hence the reason we have boundaries protecting us from harm. The harm of things not working out with one true partner, one true love. Therefore, being poly polygamous is almost seen as a survival tool. We don't have to get too deep with just one person. There was also a bit of, there was also a bit on monogamous, which caught my attention. Monogamous is where you and your partner are open and honest with each other. You may have a crush and someone on someone and tell your partner if that particular person was on the table, I would go there. Everything is done above board and in openness, but only with the agreement of your partner. It made me think back to past situations I've been in, but also many a person in a relationship whereby you know your partner is your number one, your ride or die, the Bonnie to your Clyde. However, now and again, you fancy exploring something for a bit of fun or passion. Nothing too serious. However, because you haven't read a book like The Ethical Slut or haven't been at the sexual maturity level required, or your partner is just of the one partner Western world mind, you've done the dirty deed behind your partner's back which leaves you with a guilt-based conscience and your partner in the dark. Therefore, I thought some of the terms, scenarios and topics for discussion thrown up in the book were good. However, whilst there were pockets of knowledge and facts and terms picked up, the book didn't keep me entertained or in golf for long periods at a time. I found that the use of the word slut was thrown in the majority of times just for the sake of it, almost like a rite of passage or just to create controversy. It wasn't needed. Random sentences such as, one of the great joys of living as a slut is the opportunity to make intimate connections with people whose background isn't like your own. 
Why do you have to be a slut to make those connections? In a past and present life, I've made a multitude of connections, both sexually and platonically, with people from a completely different background to me. Does throwing slut give you a sense of entitlement to make these connections? No, not, not in my opinion. It's just been thrown in there to suit the author's narrative. I found this a constant through the book. Why do people feel compared to take a slut's breakup as evidence that free love is impossible? I'll be honest. I never thought about a slut's breakup as compared to a non-slut's breakup in all my life. The use of the word or term slut thrown in for no reason whatsoever, but to justify at times a poorly researched narrative. A number of examples of this is there was a part of the book which spoke about chosen family and, ch and closed circles. Once more, a long passage explaining what it means and how it can benefit relationships. And at the end of it, the author says, this is how sluts organise their lives. Why label it? General everyday people organise their lives like this and wouldn't call themselves sluts for doing this. Overall, the ethical slut was a bit of a slog to get through. It piqued my attention at times, but far too often I felt the word or term slut was thrown in as an attention-seeking tool rather than having any solid foundation for the need of its use in given scenario. The authors have done a good job at introducing me to terms and types of relationships I've never come across or thought about, but far too much of the book is aimed at forcing a slutty lifestyle down the reader's throat. This is a book I don't need to read again. Thank you for introducing me to some new understanding knowledge of, how, and knowledge of how other people are or could potentially live in everyday life. The book gets a 2.5, push, I'll push out to a 3 out of 5. I would recommend the book to those naive amongst us in society. It's good. Passion in there. Yeah, man. I'll be honest. The book itself. Yes. Did I learn things from the book? Yes. Have I learned new terms? Yes. Have mm. I, but I feel like the authors throughout the book are justifying the need as to why they wrote the book rather than it just felt like a lot of it was forced. Mm. Like a lot of it was forced. A lot of the terminologies were forced. A lot of the word slut thrown in there when it actually take the word slut out, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, so some of it was forced. That's what I would say. Mm. They've opened my eyes a, a, a lot more than what they have been in the past. And reading a book like this, if more people in society or in the world read a book like this, I f actually do believe it would have a positive impact on relations, situationships that go Agreed, on yeah. in society. I actually think it would have a positive impact because people wouldn't see it as like this dark heart of being, of having a side hustle, not a side hustle, a side partner, being involved in some three, four or five some mm. amongst a group. It wouldn't be seen as such a, a darkly, a dark subject that actually, or a feeling that you need to suppress when mm. actually you might be feeling that way. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would say. But as I said, it was a long slog and some of it is, is a bit too forced for me. Oh, that's um, great, great review. I thought it was a very, very good review. Um, mm. Well, not that I remember all your views, but I think probably your best one yet. Thank you, man. It was very good. Um, mm. Actually made me think, well, I forgot my questions now, but I guess- Did I read the book? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, well, well, listen to it. But I guess, um, no, nah, I thought it was a really, really good review. Really good review. Sorry, I had more to say, but you said so much. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah. make a point. <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't actually going to make a point. I had a few mm. points to make, actually, but mm. well, I probably should have written down now, actually. Mm. Yeah, very good. Very, very good. No, no, sorry, no. Because like now in hindsight, we all said the same thing coming into today as to actually, I can't wait for the season to be ended, mm. to be to finish. Mm. And I guess in truth, it's because we struggled to finish it. But I do think the book has a use case. Yeah. Unlike the previous book, I'll be honest, I'll name it, Deal Breakers. So I'm not too sure that had a, a real use case. Mm. 
well, much of one from what I remember. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. But this one, I think it provides inf- a lot of good information, which I think will be mm. useful to the wider world. Yeah. But as to me reading it again, mm. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think it touches on subjects people are scared to have the conversation on. Mm. A lot of it. Mm-hmm. I honestly do. I think it provides a lot of good questions. Yeah. I yeah. think it, if, if you're in a relationship or not in it, even if you're not, if you're thinking about even, um, I guess, not so much going into that scene, but just like you're curious and you want to know a bit about it. I think it poses a lot of questions that will make you actually have a conversation with your partner and see if it is something that you actually want to explore. And if it is something you want to explore, there's a good enough basis to start from and give you kind of a an opening on terms of what should we discuss before we go to a sex party per se. Mm-hmm. So the, there's a list of questions that you would want to have that conversation before you you kind of go into a different environment that you're not used to. So as you rightly said, it provides a lot of information, a lot of new terms and words I can't say that I've ever heard of before, yeah, yeah. but um, it's made me aware of it. Am I going to open those Pandora's box and look any further? Highly unlikely, but knowing that they're out there and there is almost like a a name or a a term for every single kind of niche sexuality or um niche lifestyle is is that's what definitely intrigued me because I wasn't aware of it but it's it's definitely information heavy um which is not necessarily a bad thing especially in a subject that you're you may be unfamiliar with but it's it definitely does overuse the word slut. I think it, it after a while, it just became numb. It was just like, mm. yes, the title is the ethical slut, but it doesn't need to be banged over the hammer. Excuse the pun, but like continuously slut this, slut this, slut this. It's almost like you're now, if you're trying to get us to put the word into society as a normal word, you're kind of overdoing it now. Like now it's just like, you're just... As you said, Mace, it's forced. It's mm. overly, it's overly. You're trying too hard to throw in the word slut to make it almost like be me, be a normal word. It may be become a normal word and it may be used in a positive light one day, but it's not going to happen anytime soon, I don't believe. And trying to force that agenda isn't going to help it get there any quicker. But saying that, um, I do still believe it was well written. Just, mm-hmm. just from an author, author's yeah. perspective, and just a lover of books, I think it was, yeah, it was really interesting how it was written and um, smartly done as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I think it was well written. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Has it <laughs> a little little discussion on it? Has it has it swayed any of you any of you to not so much? I mean, I, I don't know, maybe it has, but has it swayed you to rethink polyamory or any of the other subject matters, whether it's uh, group sex, swinging, some of the different suggestions about um, how you conduct a relationship? Has it has it put any thoughts in your head that, okay, maybe that could be a discussion I will have later on down yeah, the line the, or something like that. I've, I touched on it in my book review, but monogamous is something that I was thinking, okay, this makes sense. Because I think we've bantered and we've had a conversation where you're like, 
and I always use the term like um yeah, my, purge my jerk chicken, but okay. man might want a shepherd's pie mm. once a month or mm. once a year. Or, do you know what I'm saying? Even though uh, man can't do with that on a daily, but why not? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That monogamous ties into that. It's yeah. like, I've got my person, but actually I kind of like that person just for this evening or just for next week or whatever. And you can have that conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. it encourages that. Yeah. It, it allows you to open up the conversation to mm. at least, at least warrant the, the perspective of okay it's not it's not unheard of or it's not like a you're this it's not, it's fr- not, yeah it's not just you thinking that yeah way, it's not just yeah. it's not just like far left of like yeah. like why are you thinking that like there's there's people that obviously have these thoughts and live this lifestyle so it's not it's not abnormal they kind of normalize some of it as well which which i think would help a lot of monogamous couples as well because the reality is if one of the basis of the actual book is communication i think open mm. communication is the underlying kind of um message that it's trying to give whether in a monogamous or polyamorous relationship is that the communication will help any relationship whether it's um a short term or long term yeah, no. I was thinking as to I think um, was there anything I learned. I think I mean I can't think of anything now, but I do remember like in the earlier episodes, I felt that there was a lot that I was thinking as we were speaking and having those conversations. Um, and again, I think it might not be a book I I go back to, but I think it definitely has or poses a lot of good questions that will have you thinking. Mm. yeah so although ne- ne- not necessarily for me i do think there was elements of the book or certainly parts of the book that that had me certainly in the very beginning mm. after a while then it became a bit comp- um so repetitive for myself anyway cool. yeah that's that's mm-hmm. that's our book review on the ethical slut yeah thanks for listening once more guys ethical slut um book review that's the wrap catch us for the next season Peace. Tell me what you